get ready for this week's Author Platform Bootcamp, helping you to get your book seen online and leap right over those technical hurdles. You can check out the show notes for this week's podcast to get all of the information that you need. But now, here's today's tip. Hello, welcome to Author Platform Bootcamp for Wednesday, the 25th of January, 2017. And today I'm catching up with thriller author Ian Sutherland, who's just finished beta testing a new service for authors called Author Platform Sidekick. Now, as part of this service, Ian helps to build author platforms by focusing on growing Twitter followers and building lists of email subscribers. The site's based at authorplatformsidekick.com, and I've been lucky enough to be one of Ian's beta testers. Now, he's been building up a Twitter account for me, at SecretBunkerFan, and we've just completed month four of that project. To date, Ian has added 402 new subscribers to my list without me having to lift a finger to achieve that. Alongside, wait for it, he's added well over 9,000 followers to at Secret Bunker Fan over the past four months. Now, I've been doing Twitter since I think it's 2009, and I've never seen follower growth quite like that. I caught up with Ian just as he was getting ready to launch the service to the public, and I started by asking him what the hits and headlines are for the beta testing. So it's been really exciting, Paul. It really has. Um, the big headline, I think, and the big number, um, I did a summary email uh, just over a week ago and sent it out to all the beta testers. And in total, um, over the four months, uh, the service, which is now has a, a good brand called Author Platform Psychic, um, has added 75,000 new followers to the uh, Twitter accounts of the 12 beta testers. So if you take that as an average month by month per author, that's actually a, an average of 1,500 new followers per month per author. So I'm 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 personally delighted, and I and I know most of the well, all of the uh, the beta testers are as well. Yeah, I have to say I'm a little stunned at it. Uh, I was looking at my uh, email subscribers. Uh, I just checked it before we we spoke because it just ticks away nicely in the background. And I now um, at close of play have got 402 new email subscribers as a result of testing this service. Now that ain't too shoddy at all. I'm very happy with that. Yeah, it's very, it's very good. So on the email side, um, which and to be fair, that it took a month for me to get that going. So that's only really been running three months, and the and the total we've done two thousand two hundred new email subscribers across all of the, um, the tw- well, it wasn't there was eight of the people on the beta test did the email element of the service, and so if you do that as an average, it's just under a um, hundred. Uh, new email subscribers per month per author and that's pretty amazing because you hear so many independent authors they know they've got to build their list but they just can't get any impetus going and and this it's kind of like a two-pronged approach it kind of brings the people there in the first place which is always the problem with growing your email list list and then it actually puts that email growing uh, factor in front of them so they can actually build the list so it, it solves the whole problem in many respects it does it really does, um, and the the only uh, the only I guess the only word of caution I'd say is it it doesn't scale. You know this you know the, the hundred the average of a hundred um, per author per month is probably the most I can re- realistically accept. I mean I've got a, a range of people. You know I've got some with with um, nearly double that per month, but but that's the absolute top end. Um, and the reason. The reason is, is because, as you know, on Twitter, you can only follow so many people 
in a day <laughs> and 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 therefore it's about how many of those that follow you back and then it's of those that then also choose to take up the free offer that we present them with a welcome tweet um so there's, it's always going to be a kind of a ratio it's like a funnel approach you know i follow that many followers i get say somewhere between 10 and 40 percent back as new followers to me and then i get a percentage of those as email um, subscribers so it, it works pretty well but but you know the i guess the only comparison if you really wanted to blow your um uh your email list with with you know thousands of new followers perhaps hundreds a day or you know thousands in a month that you you would need to get into things like facebook advertising and so on now i think you've got the details of how many followers i had at the beginning do, do you have that jotted down uh, yeah you, I, yeah let's let's it's quite uh, it's quite amusing so when you handed over the account to me for the service for the beta test um four months ago you gave it to me with 297 followers oh, was it that a few okay. it was that few yeah okay we're now at uh followers 9519 so we've grown it by yeah. 9200 this is even more than the the figures that you've put on the testimonials page actually um yeah they've gone up haven't they since you did that yeah, well they go i mean we're still running right so um you know uh it'll it, well, put it this way paul at this rate i would say in about four days you'll pass through the ten thousand mark well, that'll be nice. Just as a, a finisher completer, uh, that would be really nice to get to the 10K, just for our numbers like, you understand. But was, I mean, I, I've, I've been doing Twitter for a long time and, uh, you know, I don't think I've reached, even at the sort of peak of when I was doing internet marketing and we were sending a lot of joint venture traffic, I, I didn't get anywhere near that. Um, so, you know, it, it's pretty good and it's done pretty well. Um, I'll tell you one thing that I did notice. Um, something scared me off the other day. Um, social media is usually, is usually pretty good. You know, Facebook and Twitter do a good job of keeping the sort of pornographic stuff off, off the feeds. But something uh, gave me a little fright the other day. Somebody who I was following had, had obviously got hacked or whatever had happened and uh, was, was distributing evil content, you know, uh, that you don't particularly want to see. And I just got a little bit jittery and thought, well, you know, would it be possible while I'm doing all this auto tweeting and whatnot for somebody you know, to hijack something like a hashtag and be auto tweeting stuff via my feed that I was I was retweeting stuff that I wouldn't normally touch with a barge pole. Is that possible? It's technically possible. Yeah. So the the, the behind the scenes, I use a, a series of apps, um, and uh, they do have uh, you know profanity filters and uh, and that kind of content filters. But if the problem with those things, it would if it's just in the image and none of the text gives it away and they hijack a hashtag that we're you know we're retweeting from then um then it is still possible for for that kind of thing to happen and that's why auto retweeting is something you you, you know you you have to be comfortable with it's from the point of view of the service um a couple of things one is the beta i've i'm i've lowered the amount of hashtags that people can automatically retweet um through the service so as i launched the live service in a few weeks um, the, the most anyone will be able to retweet from is five hashtags. And that's partly around, um, making sure that we don't fall foul of Twitter, um, and the, and the terms of service of Twitter. So, but it's also can be as little as zero, right? I mean, you know, it's not a requirement that when you use a service that you retweet, it's completely optional, but because of exactly the, you know, the issue that you, you, you just described, 
you know, I think there's um, a lot of authors will say, you know what, Ian, I don't want to do any automatic retweeting at all, and that's fine, and some that do. And, and if you look at the profile of the beta testers, six of them um, were quite happy to, to test out the um, retweeting service, and six of them said, no, that's not for me, I don't want to take the risk, and they just stuck with um, automatic liking of tweets instead. Yeah, that, that's interesting because I think if I if I removed a part of the service, that's the bit I'm most uncomfortable about. Yeah. I, and I did have a little flat the other day when I saw that, you know, I knew this person wouldn't be posting that kind of content out. So they had to have been hijacked in some way. So I think that kind of editorial control is something that I, I you know, in terms of my learning through a beta test, that's something that I would want to, I think, you know, grab back again, uh, and just, I, just in case. I think that's I think that's quite normal. And uh, I actually had one uh, one of the beta testers um, switched halfway through because uh, they saw some stuff going out via retweets that they weren't comfortable with and didn't suit their brand. And uh, they asked me to turn it off and switch it to liking, and that's exactly what we did. Yeah, and I think and that I think that will be the case in the live service as well. I don't I I think realistically I would say some people are okay with it, um, and uh, and that's fine. And you know it depends on 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 what you do i mean if you're if you're an erotica author <laughs> yeah yes. it probably it probably doesn't matter um but if you're a children's author it really does matter right so um uh you know and then everything else is in between i would say yeah absolutely so um you've had to speak very discreetly about the other beta testers before because i, I they haven't had names it's been mr and mrs x and things like that <laughs> but now you've got a page up and you've got testimonials on i actually get to see you've drawn back the curtain i can see who the other beta testers were it's very very interesting because we're a right old mixed bunch but there are some people in there who are you know inverted commas household names in the indie author uh, industry so for instance you've got something like mark dawson there who is a a mega selling uh, independent uh, author and um, he's he's been running it. So how have people like Mark found it? Who's who's frankly already got a pretty good machine running anyway. Yeah, he he certainly does the uh, the way he does uh, Facebook advertising and well everything advertising. So um, yeah, no, Mark's uh, Mark's been really really impressed. Uh, and he he's I, I was quite pleased obviously when he, uh, he 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 responded to my original email asking for beta testers and said he'd be he'd be happy to uh, give it a try. And um, it's been interesting, you know. It's quite. Uh, he, um, I mean, he like you. He's he, from a point of view of uh, writing. He's also a thriller author, and uh, and he's he's a fairly big brand. He didn't do as well as you <laughs> in terms of uh, the um, uh, growth in followers uh, and email subscribers. Um, but you know, he's probably got millions of email subscribers already, given everything else he does. But yeah, he's um, he's found it really good. His testimonial is is fairly. Straight into the point, and he just says it works. <laughs> so, um, and he and he uh, he sees it as a really useful um, service to run nicely in the background. And for him, he points out in his testimonial that he sees it as secondary to Facebook. And I would I would agree with him from in certainly in the, in the with the success he's having with Facebook. And then what about the people who are just like me? You know, they're authors who are just trying to get things going. Uh, you know, they don't have zillions of subscribers. It's just plod, 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 trying to get things underway. Um, you, you've got some authors there whose names I, I, I don't recognize. They may be huge authors for all I know. But what was the kind of, you know, in between the author experience of it? Yeah, so I, I deliberate. I mean, it was very deliberate on my part to because um, I did get I was oversubscribed by ten times in terms of the uh, you know I wanted to run with ten beta testers and in the end I, I accepted twelve um, and uh, I had well over a hundred people apply to be part of the test 
And um, and I deliberately wanted to pick people from different genres and from different start points, either as an author um, or certainly on their engagement on Twitter in particular. And and that was very deliberate on my part. And that's why you see some some fairly big names on the testimonials page, but also some authors that are that are not as well known. You know, you take someone like Leonardo Ramirez. You know, he's a sci-fi and young adult author. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I, I'd, I'd say he was more in the early stage of, of, of this and he'd never given away free books before. So he, you know, this is the first time that he'd ever, um, tried something where he gave away free books in this way to, to build an email list. And he's found it amazing. You know, um, he really, uh, he really is so impressed with how this has exploded his, um, his reach um, and his engagement on Twitter. I mean, his, his, the, the number of conversations he's now having with people, uh, and, and with readers is, is really good. And he's loving that. And, and he actually, he hasn't put in his testimonial, but behind the scenes, he's told me that he's, he's actually increased book sales as a result, which is really nice to say. <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you. This, this, this account, I, I was struggling, um, a little bit to know what to do on Twitter. And as you said, my account had about 200 and something, uh, followers on it. And, and to be honest with you, I was going to let it die. And when you're, um, when you're, test came along I thought well let's give that a go now I've now got so many um, followers on there what that's going to allow me to do is to take that forwards and and I'm going to split my Twitter presence into this one which you've done and built for me very kindly as a as an author presence where I'll just talk about author related things and then the other Twitter account I'm going to make a podcast related one um and then uh, what I what I want to do now because I mean you'll know because you've been watching all this stuff I haven't done anything on this account I've just left it to you and it, it's done all this with no human in intervention from me um because I, I just wanted to see what it did and it's been quite phenomenal i think you know for, for no so th- those authors who've actually done something you know and responded and dived in there have they had a sort of better qualitative results yeah yeah so i mean we, it's e- it's much easier obviously for us to talk about the numbers um but the uh, you can see in the in the testimonials it's not just about that um the the level of engagement people are getting now um, on Twitter is great, uh, and they're really appreciative of that. People are uh, you, on the people who are using the promoter element of the service are obviously driving more traffic to their books on Amazon and Kobo and so on, and they're and and they're getting sales as a result. So um, it re- and the people using the RSS feeds, um, such as and you're doing that as well. Um, you know they're they're obviously tweeting fresh new content, and that in itself drives. Uh, engagement with people. So the the most important thing on this is the engagement. And therefore, the most important thing when you're doing this kind of thing is also to engage and not to let it run quietly in the background, Paul. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh, but, anyway, I, but I understand why you've done it that way. So that, but that's fine. But, uh, but the, the, uh, the, the, the level of engagement for those um, other authors has, has really increased. And that's a good thing. And then don't forget for those for those that have, t- have grown their email list, once you bring someone into your email list, if you're doing it in the kind of in the recommended way, you'll have an autoresponder sequence of a number of emails where you're you're taking someone who's kind of new and relative, not you know relatively cold. They're interested enough to take your free offer, and then you can use that autoresponder sequence as a nurturing campaign all the way through, and uh, and hopefully upsell and cross sell other books to those people so for me you know i see twitter very much as as a funnel to get the word out about you drive engagement and 
to take some of those people and draw them into into your email list where you can have a much more intimate relationship that that nurtures them through into um into prop into into put into readers that buy your books and not just download your free offer now i did read somewhere that twitter's messing around with lead cards which is one of the key components of this and i only half read it could you could you put me straight on that what's happening yeah, How will it uh, this? yeah they have so so twitter i mean twitter developed its lead gen card capability which i have been using in this beta test um, and have used myself for well over a year. Um, they developed that as part of their advertising platform. And, uh, but the success of the Twitter advertising platform, uh, uh, you know, from what you read in the corporate press, is, isn't anywhere near as successful as the, the Facebook one. And people are having mixed results with it. That said, what I did is I, I taken the, the lead gen card and used it in a, in a, in a, in a, with a technique that doesn't actually require us to spend money on Twitter advertising. So I've just taken that capability and used it as a way of um, uh, welcoming people and followers and then using the lead gen card to see if they want to subscribe to the email list. Um, and that feature, they've decided, Twitter has decided to remove the lead gen card capability altogether from um, for initially from the advertising. So if you go onto Twitter advertising now, the lead gen card option is is gone it's not there anymore um they're going to allow any existing lead gen cards to run through i believe it's till the end of march um and so uh that capability goes and and what that was that you know a lead gen card the way it works is when someone receives a lead gen card in their twitter feed um in our case it says hi i'm paul thanks for following me would you like a free book click here and you know you don't have to do anything other than um, it, already, it basically provides the email address that you've subscribed to Twitter with to the person who has the lead gen card. And um, what that means is for people on mobile phones and so on, they haven't got to type anything in. It's really it's really helpful like that. Um, so that's the bit that's going. Um, so I've uh, um, recognized that's happening I'm, and I've adjusted the approach I'm taking. So I'm now using a um, the same welcome tweet approach. Okay, just not using the lead gen card because that capability will disappear at the end of March. And so instead, what I'm doing is I'm actually using a, a, a normal Twitter uh, website card, which is just a, you know, an image with some text um, that looks neat. And uh, when when they click on that, it takes you through to a landing page where you can still type in your um, email address and subscribe to a list. And to be fair, all the way through the service and and, and, and because of my experience with this over the last year, Actually, I when I tweeted uh, on behalf of the authors on the service, when I sent that welcome tweet out, I actually included two links. Uh, one was the website card, and the one was another one to a landing page. Uh, and that's because, through my own experience, I've not everyone was comfortable with the with the lead gen card anyway. They were a little bit suspicious of this this sort of magic button that's appeared in their Twitter feed, and they'd rather click on a URL. So all I'm really doing is just removing that element. We'll continue with the landing page approach. Um, and the big question right now, and I'm right in the middle of testing it, and I, you know, I'm only doing it on my own account at the minute, is does that um, affect the number of uh, Twitter um, number of email subscriber? Uh, email subscribers i don't know yet um and if it does then i'll obviously adjust things but uh it does still work because i'm still getting email subscribers to my own personal list without using the lead gen card 
Okay, so the, the results are now in. You know that it works. You've got testimonials to confirm that it works. What what next for this project? So what's next is I'm going live. <laughs> so we're going live on January the 31st. Um, and that's live as a paid service. So that means um, I've been busy in the background as well as you know doing all the work around this. Um, I've been busy building the um, the website itself. So the website is authorplatformsidekick.com, and uh, on the thirty first, I'll uh, right now if you go there, it's there's a landing page to you know if you would like to join the um, um, the waiting list you can and you can put your email in and then i'll obviously let you know when it launches and so on you can read the testimonials um you can read about me um, but there's not much more information but all will be revealed on the 31st that will include all the pricing um there's various plans the way i'm doing it i you know i'm, I'm i recognize that not everyone will want to do everything and actually that's been reflected in the beta testers um i gave all all 12 beta testers the option to do everything and and they kind of self-selected the, the 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 parts of the service they were interested in and so i've made sure that the um the pricing plans reflect that so there's there's three pricing plans there's a a builder um i call i've called them builder engager and promoter um just to kind of reflect the the level of activity that you do the builder one um, absolutely drives the uh, the follower growth so all these stats that you know the 75,000 followers that you know just doing builder will 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 do that and we're, we're obviously targeting people based on hashtags and we'll do the auto liking so that's in the builder plan and then in the in the engager plan we'll do, do everything I've just described plus we'll um, automatically tweet news from um, 15 websites as you know whenever something any articles posted by the RSS feeds and we'll turn on the ability to do the automatic retweeting if they want to <laughs> as you just said okay and then the last and then the, the last uh, element of the service is the promoter um, level the promoter plan and that's everything I've already said plus the ability to um, tweet uh, private content relevant to um, the person um, using the service so you know a, a, a tweet campaign based around typically around sort of evergreen non-marketing non-promotional content you know typically someone's blog posts if they have them um, and then also uh, another tweet campaign around promotional activities you know finally getting to the bit where you you push out onto automatically onto twitter um, tweets about you know uh, I, I recommend using um, quotes from uh, from uh, reviews, but you know, basically buy my book. But you know, done in such a way that if you're doing that alongside everything else we talked about, it's in proportion. So it's it's less. It's around twenty percent or less of your activity will be promotion, and that's that's kind of an acceptable way to do things. So those are the three plans, and then on top of any of those plans is the emailer option, which is the the piece of the service that. It issues the welcome tweet, sends someone to a landing page and and, and uh, gives them a free book in return for their email address automatically. So that's the way I'm structuring the service. Um, and then if people want to look at the pricing, that'll all be uh, available on the 31st of January. When this all started, there was quite a lot of work to set it up. I remember you sending me lots of emails saying, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do that? Um, how much work does this give you? If this thing sets the world on fire, uh, are you going to be a busy bee? Will you ever get any books written ever again? I've done it. <laughs> I've, I've, this my number one. Uh, I'm doing this because I want to help. And um, 
and I have all of these skills I developed and I documented in 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 the in the book that originally gave you know that that we're basing this service on you know my uh, um, advanced Twitter strategies for authors. I mean everything I'm doing is is written about in that book, and um, but not everyone is is capable or has the time or the technical ability to take all of those. Um, uh, ideas and concepts and and guides and implement them themselves and and I've now found a way to do it but on a way that scales and I'm pretty confident that I can scale this across many authors I'm not going to put a number on it because I don't know <laughs> I'll find out but I've done well with the with the 12 and I, I've made it work I've used as much automation as possible um, I found ways to do some of the more manual activities and it, it, it does work, and I believe it's going to scale nicely. So the onboarding process, though, is is the, is this, is definitely um, work for both parties. Um, I've imp- very much improved it. You know, as part of the beta test, I didn't have any anything really set up, and you know, I'm, I'm emailing, e- I was emailing you spreadsheets if you remember, and uh, I was getting you to fill them in, and and so on. And what I discovered quite quickly is that not every author is quite is com- is as comfortable with spreadsheets as I am. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. Yes. so um, uh, what I've done with behind the scenes on the on the website, so when someone signs up and then they log into the the, the actual website, actually, you know, they'll have a, a private login, and it will reveal all the um, all the stuff. Um, I've I've built a whole online form based approach, so they simply just fill in um, a set of forms, and the, the the service guides them through the forms, and they have more forms depending on the the level of service they've subscribed to. And it's as simple as that. All they have to do is fill in the forms. Now, that'll take some time because they'll have to think through. I mean, if, you're, if you want to use the promoter level of the service and you want to um, f- you know, load this up with a, with a load of um, tweets um, to promote your books, either if you've got them already, great. But if you haven't, you're actually going to have to spend some time um, drafting them and composing them and, and maybe thinking and ideally making sure I've got uh, that you provide good images as well, um, because as we know, image it text is one thing, but it's, even on Twitter, images get you better visibility. So, you know, there'll be some. I expect there'll be some time lag as people have to put compose all those and put them together. But you know, we can quite the minute they get them to me, I can onboard them pretty quickly and uh, and get everything running. So people will get instant results. So it's all very exciting then. Good good luck for the launch. I'm going to be affiliating for it as well. Uh, we might as well mention the affiliate scheme because that always helps to drive traffic for a new product as well. Absolutely, yeah. So as part of this, I'm uh, I'm launching an affiliate scheme. And if you if you are interested, and, and I know you are, Paul, at the very very bottom of the uh, any other page on the website in the footer, there's a a little um, link there to the affiliate program. So um, you can sign up for the affiliate program there. And who are you using for affiliate management for this? I am using uh, Affiliate Royal. Oh, never heard of that one. Oh, that's a new one. uh, Well, uh, well, just so you know, then I'm also using MemberPress to manage the the, um, subscription service and, and, you know, securing the content that only members can see. And they make, they also happen to make Affiliate Royal. So it kind of, they work very well together. Fantastic. Okay, well, just remind us then, when does it launch? Where do people need to go? Okay, so the the launch time is uh, January 31st and the website is authorplatformsidekick.com. Thanks for listening to this week's Author Platform Bootcamp. All the information you need can be found in the show notes. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast feed to make sure you never miss out on one of our future bootcamps.